America. We are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Hey, guys. It's us and Neil. And Neil's here. Hi. We'll be in London November 17th. Neil won't be with us. And we'll also be in New York December 2nd, which Neil will not be at either. December 1st. Or the 2nd. We'll, back to back we'll be in New York December 2nd, but the show is December 1st. NewRoyMall.com. Get your tickets. It says the date's there. <laughs> DM me. Let me know how it is. <laughs> no, worry, and Ma. Walked in the crib. Got two kids and my baby mama laid. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. So I had to did what I had to did. Because I had the kids. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. All night. Getting my money right. Instead of blowing white. We're sitting here with the, uh, awesome. the talented, the funny, uh, the legend, uh, Neil Brennan. Uh, thank you for joining us. Guys. Yes. Great to be here. Give us some of your credits. <laughs> and talk about yourself. Listen, <laughs> listen, this is what we're here about. We're here for you to just talk about yourself, Neil. We want to. We what do you want to know? I was curious as to what you, you know guys what I really want to know. know. I'm your, sure you've got 10 things you really want to know. Your, who's, your, who's your favorite MC of all time? Hip hop? Yeah. Or, or or the or the or the comedy show. My favorite MC at the comedy show would be Artie. Okay, Artie Fuqua. Sober Artie or? Well, I, you know what? Which I Artie? would actually say my favorite MC at the cellar is Keith Robinson because he okay. you could see him forget that he was bringing you up. <laughs> he would go, he would go, give it up, for, and then you. It was like he doesn't know. Who Just said Kevin Hart. Yeah, he's lost exactly. Yeah. Um, my favorite hip hop MC. Yeah. So, look, that's a great... Uh, Andre 2000, bro. Really? Yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah, like the... Oh, right. Kanye, I I could make an uh, argument that Kanye you. is the greatest hip-hop contributor okay. across the board. I like, wouldn't argue. did more than anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, producing... Right, but Maybe he didn't write it. I don't give a shit. But Shoes... Mm-hmm clothes yeah. like he really he, he greatest did. producer of all time probably yeah yeah what was even that? though it started becoming like he would bring out other people and then i hear he like it's a sort of a group dynamic i hear he's uh he's got like a full cult thing going now he's uh everybody that's with him is not allowed to eat with utensils everybody has to eat with their hands swag and we're all black i mean oh, i'm just really interested in his views on israel and palestine at this point yeah who do you guys got by the way I'm doing the parlay. It's I got really Ukraine a, really and I got fight. Hamas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing, I'm right, doing is this the parlay. On, is this on uh, DraftKings? How many points is Palestine I'm on DraftKings. Enter promo code Neil. Yeah. <laughs> Enter <laughs> promo code don't. Take the under on but, Hamas. Uh, how many points is Hamas getting, though? Before, uh, before I go depends. in this parlay. It, at colleges, they're getting a lot. Yeah. At, at uh, yeah. American college. Liberal arts school. Yeah, they're I mean, getting. It's also it's a rough, blowout. You know, when yeah. the, ref, the refs are in on it. So uh, I don't know if take yeah, so that would be, I would go Andre and or Kanye. Jay-Z is pretty good. Yeah, they're all, there's a lot of guys that there's are a few good. Guys up there. What yeah. was that era like in New York in the early 2000s? Black Star, yeah. Kanye in New York at that time. Uh, just that come up, which I guess I was very tired mm. all the time. Like I was so 
from doing the TV show, like just exhausted all the time. But it was, but uh, they were, everybody was excited. Mm -hmm. Felt like something was going to happen. And, and it kind of did. Amir Questlove always says that the Dave's block party thing was like the end of that era. Mm -hmm. And, and then Kanye was just like, all right, see you guys. Right. Yeah. I mean, he just became a superstar. He was so much a part of that backpack era and was leading the charge. And then once he became Jesus walked happened. Yeah. Did boom bap matter? <laughs> no. Well, yeah. Or the Neo soul or whatever. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. Like, so it was, I was tired. So I don't know what it was like mm. other than most F and Quali did a show the night before Chappelle show aired mm-hmm. and a kid said to Dave, Dave, what are you going to do? You're too black for white people and too white for black people. Mm. It was just like, and too straight for gay people. Yeah, it was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Thanks for the support. <laughs> <laughs> so the pilot airs tomorrow. Yeah, no, no. no. <laughs> My career like, is on the line. Wow, that tomorrow. was yeah. Uh, do you guys feel yourselves aging out of it at all? Hip hop? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yes, yeah. That's so where we at all the time. Yeah. So, so you, if you're him, how do you do it? And it's like. Uh, mature hip-hop it's like jay-z made a mature hip-hop album which was like i like parts of it i would argue i'd rather him be a dirtbag like i i i want like my dirtbag hip- hole yeah i just want my my i want my hip-hop artist to just be dirtbag yeah i mean like I, I always said they should put their money in a trust and you get it after yeah. five albums but until <laughs> so then you can talk about yeah. the struggle for the entire yeah. time until then you gotta keep selling dope yeah 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 and you gotta live <laughs> on couches yeah and you're a dirtbag yeah. we got your money you'll get it <laughs> you'll get it but give away the album that's not a bad idea and i mean i guess that's kind of the catch-22 of hip-hop because it's relevant is because it stays young like it is no country for old men with that genre it's just dirtbag yeah. it's just like well, hey what kind of syrup are you gonna overdose yeah. on or like just it's all or 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 xana or whatever their take whatever the thing is mm-hmm. You want them to be that. And like, yeah, I get a fucking face tattoo. Yeah, I get a diamond in your forehead. Yeah. Please. That's a sign of uh, of true artistry. Yeah. Like, and you can't <laughs> please any hip hop fan too, because you know, Drake's last album, myself included, was like, damn, kinda wish we got more of a mature Drake. Well, I I well, that's but, what kind of made because I watched it and I was like, Well, the the when I watch you guys, I think, do you you're younger than me, so I'm from the time before the internet. I did stuff before the internet. So, how old are you? Uh, we don't talk about it. Uh, um, and pretty uh, well for look at the old twenty-five. I, I mean, guys, it's holding. It's holding together. Um, <laughs> uh, so much surgery, you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've had to re-break my nose several times. <laughs> um, the uh, and they they charge me thirty-five hundred bucks. Um, you just ate a woman. I, that's what I'm saying. Um, so. <laughs> Where you guys are like reviewing albums, everyone's a critic now, yeah, and yeah. the critics. There's are critics. something that's like not fun. I it would be significantly less fun to me if no one like yo that shit was mid. Like shut the fuck up, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whoever you are, like mm-hmm. unless you can do it, uh, because the thing people don't realize is like critics were bitches. Yeah, mm-hmm. no one liked critics. Right. Like no artists like critics, yeah. and so now everyone sees it as a way to kind of get in, which and is aggravating. The fans used to hate the media and the journalists. Yeah, now every fan yes. is a quote unquote yes. journalist. Yes, they're who they hate. 
Yeah, it's like people don't like bullets how until many, they get a shot. How many arguments did you get into for critiquing music when you were at the source? I was I was there for a week. I was just there for. <laughs> I wasn't really there. I was just like did there was a comedy issue. So I how just many wrote. mics okay. did you give Benzino's album? Uh, I'm not getting into that. <laughs> That's why he was fired. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I pulled back from reviewing a lot of stuff because I feel like a the wrong critic. Like I don't nobody. Eat, I don't eat. Hip-hop? I don't eat seafood. I'm not going to go do a review on a fish dish. So there's albums our listeners want us to review. And I'm like, that music isn't for me. So I'm going to give it the wrong review. I'm not the person it was intended for. Do you think how much of the podcast is people like, what do they want from you guys? They don't know. They truly (laughs) don't. You've done, you've done uh, we give them exactly what they want. And then that next day, they didn't like it. Yeah, We suck. Yeah. Yeah. Reddit is the scariest place. I think on earth. Yeah. You can't go. I tell I tell them all the time. Don't go. Why are you there? Why are you going there? Yeah, I mean, if you have a girl, you don't really need to be on any kind of social media. I love Reddit uh, for, I lo- just, I don't do ever type my name in. So I like, I have my little categories and whatever. But social media is like, what, I have so many words blocked. I, people can't even say anything. What are your uh, <laughs> forums of choice on Reddit? And Great the question, blocked. guy on the side. Um, Scott here. Scott. Um, I like on inside the NBA when they go, when they identify themselves, when they're doing the interview, like, Hey, what's up with Shaq? Yeah, yeah we knew we it was you, Shaq. We don't, no one needs you to identify yourself. Um, I had my eyes closed and I knew it was yeah. Um, but, uh, but, uh, my forums are, I'm not going to tell you that. That's not your best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do kind you, of sucker do you think I am? Well, when, when did you start blocking words? When did you get into Probably that five phase? years ago. Did it like affect yeah. you to some degree? Or I had Sarah Silverman on my podcast the other day and posted a clip on Instagram and posted on YouTube and just blocked like Hamas, Gaza, mm-hmm. Israel. Yeah. Like literally just like I could see where it was going. Was Sarah offended? She don't know. Okay. No one knows. That's the thing is no one knows that it's mm-hmm. blocked. Mm-hmm. But now it's blocked forever. So you'll never be able to talk to me about Hamas. <laughs> you want I also just stop looking comment. I just stopped looking. I mean, it's a, like, I don't look. It's never helpful. Well, you guys were kind of the guinea pigs of the hateful internet and opinionated shit after Chappelle's show ended because that was the internet boom was kind of right at that time. It was, right. it was kind of like the first viral forum shit because I remember going on like early blogs yeah. and it was the first time I feel like people speculated about a breakup. Yep. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You guys kind of started that. Oh, five, oh, six. Yeah. Well, that's what I don't like. Do you remember there was a conspiracy that Cosby and Oprah had appeared to Dave on? They were like the Black Avengers or something. It was it literally makes me hate every conspiracy theory sense because it was so fucking dumb Mm -hmm. and people were like swearing by it. Mm -hmm. And uh, and now when I so whenever any conspiracy theory, I'm just like, it's stupid. You have any believe in? You look like you don't believe in the moon landing. Seem like one of those guys. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like your tone. <laughs> it wasn't what you said. It's how you said it. Just give me space no, race vibes. Why would they fake them? Like, once of it's like, why? The idea that there's a cabal, that, that the cabal agrees with themselves, mm-hmm. right? That there's a Jewish cabal and the Bilderbergs and it's like, how were they all in cahoots? And then how do they have, they go, oh, COVID was uh, intentional. For what? Mm-hmm. To kill 
five million people and shut sure. and shut the economy down for two yeah. years? How is that a good conspiracy? Uh, it's not a good one, but it's no. But sort again, of what would it? What would it serve? The pharmaceutical boom. There was a lot of money. It was one company. I mean, look, but that's yeah. But like historically, Johnson. again, like, if Merck and uh, Pfizer have the formula, mm-hmm. there's ten other people that don't want the the country to shut down. I mean, I just think the structure of the country overall. Forget the vaccine, also the country. It's all the world. That's changed the other drastically. Thing. So I could see a conspiracy making sense to shift the entire structure of mankind. I, I don't, I'm not, no, why, vaccine, but, but what shit I'm, is like, wh- right, but, uh, but why would they want to, <laughs> how do they shift the structure of mankind? I just think that's above our, our pay grade. When so I know, but you can't it. tell me there's mm. a thing and then go, I don't know how it works, but I know that it exists. That's pretty like, much how I live my life. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I right. just say things and I have no idea. Didn't Bill Gates say, hasn't he gone on record talking about overpopulation is going to be ultimately the, the, the demise of right but sure. elon musk the guy who's richer than him is is uh and pro-natalist meaning he believes we have to populate there yeah. so who's running the cabal it's clearly not the rich it's that's what i'm saying like it, the more you know about shit it shit is really complex mm-hmm. oh uh, everything is gossip mm-hmm. sure and everything it's like where you go wait what uh and then the last person who talks to you, you go that I agree with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then somebody else says something. You're like, okay, fuck that last guy. You're my guy now. What and happened then, to and then 5G I'll just research causing that it? Remember that one? <laughs> that was crazy. Remember that one? Yeah. Remember yeah. when they no said No one has apologized to <laughs> me for wasting my fucking antennas? precious time. Well, yeah. we have LTE now. So. They said black people couldn't get it. That lasted <laughs> yeah. for like three weeks. Yeah. About a month. Maybe. Black people couldn't get COVID. Couldn't get COVID? First I don't remember that. Yeah. yeah. Don't remember that? Remember that? that? Thing. All the first cases were white people. And yeah. Well, was like I'll black be I started that one. I'm a hypocrite. That was mine. Cosby and Oprah came to you and said, Neil. They came to me directly. Yeah, that was mine. How much weed did y'all smoke uh, right in half baked? <laughs> I didn't smoke any weed. No way. Come I on, swear man. to God, I don't smoke weed. I don't like weed. Um, I'm with you. And uh, did it make you anxious? Hold in on yourself? Yeah. Every, everything people say about what they like about weed doesn't happen when I smoke weed. It's yeah. the wrong strain. You're smoking the wrong No, strain. again, I've had this. I've, I've, this covers it. No, indica, bro. You got, no. <laughs> the, uh, the other sativa, one, indica yeah. makes sativa makes you work. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Both will make me fold in on myself. Yes. Uh-huh. And and disappear. Now uh, you 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 did the ayahuasca, right? I many times. Dude, I had an episode where we talked about I think every rapper should have like an ayahuasca like treatment for like the trauma. Like I think that will change the entire landscape of hip hop. If every rapper that has ever been like in a shootout, ever had a friend pass away, everyone needs to do every it rapper wouldn't needs help to help my dirtbag yeah. desires. Mm-hmm. Do you think, I mean, wouldn't that just be like all black people or all black men or something? Like, meaning yeah. why only hip hop? Well, have you, have you done it? No, I haven't done it, but I want to oh. do it. I want to do it. Well, I, I know people that experienced it. They said it's the greatest thing ever. It makes sense. We sat down with Mike Tyson years ago and he said it is the greatest the thing buff- ever. The shit he does? Yeah. The talked me up for a year and a half. I did it once. He's done it a hundred times. Yeah. I did it once. And it fucked me up for, I'm getting chills thinking about it. Like, it fucked me up so badly. I was so fucked up. I Like, you go, you. it's called Bufo, the mm-hmm. toad. Yeah, the Bufo, toad. various, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, five MEO DMT. It's mm-hmm. like too many names. And, uh, and uh, the, you inhale it, 
I inhaled it and I went to a place that another guy named Michael Pollan described as before the Big Bang. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, you never get here. Mm-hmm. This is like your inside consciousness. Mm-hmm. Slowly but surely, like you come back into yourself after about 20 minutes. And the, the issue for me was a week later, I had a reactivation. So now I'm on the street talking to Ryan Hamilton on a Saturday night on 6th Avenue and Bleecker mm-hmm. or 6th Avenue and uh, fucking house. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can feel it coming back. Mm. And I'm like, hey, man, I want to run upstairs. Mm-hmm. The next day, I'm on a coffee date with a girl and half of my field of vision is like white static. So I'm like mm. so disoriented. I'm like split between them. I got so disoriented. I didn't understand like why life existed. Mm-hmm. I was so disoriented. I was like, I might have to kill myself. It wasn't suicide. It was like, I'm not gonna be able to take this. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I didn't kill myself because I knew I would just be going into more of the disorientation. Damn. It was permanently. fucking wild. Wow. See, that's but scary. It, it's super scary. So when everybody's like, this renaissance of like everybody in come mm, on yeah. fucking smoke the it's like yo everyone slow down ayahuasca i have very different experiences on mm-hmm. and very positive experiences on now having said both of those things i'm better from having the smoke the toad mm-hmm. than i was before okay i can fall in love i'm funnier write jokes like everything about my life is better i have a connection to god that's from ayahuasca but I was an atheist before I did ayahuasca and then was like, oh, I'm in the presence of God now. Okay, fine. That's all I needed to know. I mm. just didn't have any experience with it. Wow. Now I accept it. I don't take antidepressants anymore and I believe in God. So that's pretty significant for like 200 bucks. Um, <laughs> so it's that, a pretty good bang yeah, for yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Did you write yeah. blocks before that experience? I after? wrote blocks. I'd written blocks before it and then I added the thing in the end with that like montage of yeah, craziness yeah, yeah. because I it was like I went too far. Mm. The punchline to that, like the postscript is like, I'm better, but like, ah, mm. that was really touch and go mm-hmm. where I'm walking down steps going like, what? Why are steps? Yeah. <laughs> Why are steps? Very, that's a Kanye thought. Yeah, we need to abolish I know. Steps. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, when he said it. Yeah. Like, didn't understand anything, but now my... And it la- I thought I was good after like eight months. I got like five, uh, half of a percent better every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew I couldn't meditate. I was so far past meditating. Mm-hmm. Like it, I was like here, meditators are like here. So I just needed to like slowly go back. Okay. And uh, and and then I one time I did a I did like laughing gas at the dentist and like went back. And had to like start over. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it took like, I thought it was good after eight months. And then I was doing ayahuasca and I felt the DMT door close. And I was like, that shit was still open. I didn't realize, I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. It was like a year and a half later. What is it about ayahuasca you think that can get someone to a place to understand how to love or even have a presence Well, the of cool God thing like, is what? there was no, what I like about these things is like, have you guys gone to therapy at all? Yeah, to therapy? currently. Um, uh, you 
in therapy, I always felt like, oh, look, man, I can keep talking about this. Yeah. I, it just felt like a, uh, just like a monologue that I would do. Like, and then, of course, who can forget that? And then I, my mother, ah, just that dumb therapy, not dumb, but whatever. It just feels repetitive. And I used to say to a therapist, like, it's in my body. Mm-hmm. It's just in my fucking body. I don't know how to describe it. And the DMT and the Aya got it out. Yeah. Or almost all the way out, like where it's not. Now, having said that, on Aya, I shake for hours. Mm. Like, literally, like, fucking. I do, like, the Harlem Shake for, like, the first hour and a half. (laughs) (laughs) Swear to God. And then it's. Several minutes. No, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I people do still start our radios. You know. uh, hilarious joke. It's so that joke is so fucking funny, and it's very hard to say. We like I have a picture of us like going over it. Like people do still still car radio. It's, uh, that, that people joke, do still still yeah. still. People do still steal car radios. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's that joke in the Black Gallagher uh, piss on me, you black motherfucker was like. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that car radio one and the black Gallagher one was like yep. the small jokes that yep. most people yep. didn't. Yeah. Rick James is great, don't yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. but it's the side stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, the so I shake and then and then I it goes into my arms and just and I don't know what it is. What do you think I it is know, that that feeling that you're saying is inside? People, trying there's to get a out? thing called traumatic release, which mm-hmm. I've done, done it all. <laughs> uh, the traumatic release where you you know when you after you work out. Um, I would say, you know, but no one here works out. Mm-hmm. Um, Just scaffold. Ha. Pull ups. Oh, sorry, Mom. Yep. Uh, so, so you know, when you work out yeah. and you're, you kind of are a little shaky afterward. Yeah. Mm. It's that, but you can kind of make it last for like an hour and uh, apparently get shit out of your body. Is that a feeling of comfort when you're in that? Or is that like hard? I to actually manage? like it. Yeah. I do like it because it just feels like I don't know what's happening. I'm not mad at it. Mm-hmm and let's just see where it goes yeah i'm assuming it's positive it's it's definitely not negative is that something you have to maintain though like are you going to continue to do ayahuasca quarterly like how does it work once you get to Uh, that place i haven't i did it in march where do you do it where do you go i it's out by six flags now a lot of people go to peru (laughs) i go i go up on the five I get it's by the bathroom. Zero, it's near Hershey Park. Dorney Park. You go down the water slide when and then you wild, go right into You guys ever been out of the wet and wild? <laughs> yeah. um, the uh, Dorney Park. Fuck. Yeah, that's sick. Don't. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I haven't done it since March. Here's the cool thing. I said in blocks that MDMA doesn't work for me. It does now because of the DMT. Interesting. So yeah, I can, great. when I take MDMA or mushrooms, it's a God connection. Mm-hmm. So I may not need to do it anyway. I'm never, I would never do DMT again. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I is hard. I had, you're like kind of afraid you're going to lose your mind. Mm-hmm. Like there are times on Aya where I'm like, I have to remind myself I'm a mammal. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty, yeah. it's a pretty yeah. wide <laughs> shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what is the reminder to? Let yourself know you're a mammal. Because <laughs> pick something up. There are <laughs> I mean, dude, I you have thumb. to go like you need to you're a mammal and mm. you need to breathe. Yeah. If you're going back to the studs. Yeah. It's, you're it's like, the whale it's coming up from the surface. Real basic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh there's a tot the fourth time I did I I drank too much, right? And I was 
thrust into outer space and by myself in my mind. And, uh, and I, and the world, the universe was going to be ended. Mm. And I was by myself in outer space mm. and it was fucking terrifying. And I was like, all right, just breathe in case people find you in case there's some kind of big, I don't know what I thought was going to happen out of it. That ended, but that was like four hours. Uh, Are you alone? No, I was with Ian Edwards and a girl named Catherine. Great question. Mm-hmm. Though. Catherine. Um, and uh, yeah. And, uh, and, well, so short, I was like traumatized after that from over drinking and being in a like scary situation. And so the next four times I did it were like a little touch and go. And I would go to a place that I called mammal time where I was kind of in the, I think it was the time on earth when fish became human. Mm-hmm. So that's why I had to remind myself that I'm a mammal. <laughs> Anyhow, we'll be right back. <laughs> Oh, uh, no, go ahead. Did you ever? But I, okay. but it cleared up my depression. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. Yeah, so I I say it's it's like getting a software upgrade, but you know when you upgrade your phone, it turns off. Yeah. This you're still on. Okay. And you're getting like re reprogrammed. Do you recommend it though? Like, I would recommend ayahuasca to just about anybody unless they have uh, unless they're bipolar. Unless you're bipolar. Yeah. Interesting. So there goes all, most of your rappers. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. There goes most of your good rappers. <laughs> Out of here. I think it's interesting because I agree with you with therapy. There's really only so much you can do. Like, I get to great places with my therapist and it's just like, now what? Like, all right, yeah. cool. I, I understand where this comes from now. Yeah. Now what? Yeah. Therapy is direct in addressing things. The way you're explaining ayahuasca feels much more spiritual. Did you ever encounter anything direct? in the ayahuasca not just a spiritual thing maybe seeing god or that's the other thing well there's a a direct demon that you have maybe discussed uh, in therapy are you asking me when i did it in last october did a female spirit come into my face and then a male spirit yeah Mm. again we'll be right back (laughs) Uh, did i believe in any of that shit before fucking absolutely not Mm. i was an atheist and i was just like okay a female spirit and then a male spirit then i told my friend you brought someone in with you and she was like, it's my twin brother who died in utero. Shit like that. It's like a move. It's like some Santeria shit. It's mm-hmm. like really, really wild. So you're saying in the spirit world, there is only two genders. That's what you're saying on record I, right now. I think I, I think that goes without saying. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not just be holding the spiritual world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they ain't with all that other shit. <laughs> do you ever do acid? Uh, yeah. Uh, I used to take acid in high school, but the, but it's the, all the shit. <laughs> look, guy, look, I don't know who you are, um, but yeah, high school. He's a, yeah, he's I a, took he's care a of it. Yeah, he's a um, Fort Root. All right. Yeah. So <laughs> you, there is a, uh, I haven't encountered, like, have I gotten direct messages or direct guidance? No, mm-hmm. I've written jokes on it. Like I, it's not, you're, you're kind of half there and half. Yeah. It kind of comes in waves. So. Uh, I didn't get anything directly other than like, oh, I'm in the presence of God. So that's good. That's like a cool thing. Mm-hmm. And now, and it's reprogrammed me to where I can, where when I do MDMA, it works and it's got connection to mushrooms and like, it just kind of opened a portal that I can, that is always with me. I, I feel like if that starts to close, I'll open it up, mm-hmm. but 
So far, so good. I did a I did a sound journey, which was pretty interesting. It's MDMA and shrooms together, and you're blindfolded. Do you know how much? Uh, I'd have to look back. It, it was a lot. Like, like, lot, was lot. it? Because I there's mushrooms that's like manageable, and then there's mushrooms that's like oh, anything over to- two grams for me. I'm like, yo, like I did too many. I don't know, six months ago, and it was like. You're far from the shore, son. Oh, I know. I, I left. Like, I went somewhere else. Yeah. It was that type of trip. And- oh, last time I did it. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, uh, but you guys invited me. Yeah. Um, I. This is how far out I was. I was uh, communicating with, like, alien, like, m- what's that show on History Channel? It's like. Uh, Ancient Aliens. Ancient Aliens, yes. Uh, thank you. Um, you're almost worthwhile. Um, uh, where I was going, I was communicate. I, I was involuntary go- going near an hour. Vibrations feel really good. When yeah. And I don't know space. if that's, I don't know if it's what's a dream, what's actual ancient aliens. Yeah. I, uh, mm-hmm. The sound journey was interesting because you're blindfolded and they have live music playing. And like tones and yeah. smells. There's probably like 20 of us in there. And it's a whole process. Professionals, like you go four hours before, you have like meetings. It's, it's a real. See, I don't want to be around that many people when but, I experience yeah. that. I want to be. So that's what you, made me. You're, you got your, your hands are full. <sighs> you're like, you're, you're good. It's, I was nervous going into it. You got I'm bigger like, issues. You don't even hey, notice the- I'm, yeah. I'm laying down. I'm like, all right, People. I'm in a sleeping I'm bag. I'm talking about ancient aliens, dog. <laughs> talking about the mammal space. Yeah, I'm fucking, you trying to be a mammal or what? <laughs> the moment that shit hit, ball, I was not in Brooklyn anymore. I didn't, there was someone right next to me and I was nervous. Like, oh, this is going to be like weird. Like, I just have some person laying next to me. Yeah. Five minutes later, <laughs> five hours later, woke up. Like, you have no idea where you Yeah, you're, you're not there. You're literally not. It's not, uh, it's, you just you go into another thing. See, the only thing I'm, I'm just scared that I'm never gonna come back if I do that. Trial. Yeah, you know the thing that people always worry about is like, am I gonna shit my pants? No, I've never seen anybody shit their pants, um, and they, and I never will. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I see everybody, everybody pukes, but that's like I I've only puked once, but like everyone's puking. Mm-hmm. There's something funny about that to me that it's mm-hmm. just like 25 people and one guy's talking and people are, and you hear like. <laughs> and he doesn't acknowledge it. Uh, that he's used to it. Yeah, it's just yeah. no. You're just like, ah, yeah. What are you gonna do? With right. the twenty people, though, the only bad and awkward part was after we were done. You can't like leave right away because you're still a little yeah. fucked up. Yeah. And like they have a powwow at the end, and like people can share about the their journey if they want. Okay. And I was so fucked up from the journey, it made me like even more depressed. Once everyone was explaining the amazing time they had, mm-hmm. like one girl got into that she was touched and as a child and is like over her sexual abuse based off that. And I'm sitting here like, I just found out I'm more of a fucked up person than I thought I was. <laughs> like, it, it was everyone was happy. And that made me I'm more sorry, depressed. You like that. Yes. Yeah. I, but what did I felt you, left out. <laughs> what did you. Well, what was yours like? <sighs> it was a journey in every sense of the word. The most I discovered from it is I am attracted to very dark tones and I feel comfortable in chaos. Audible? Black woman. Audible tones? Black woman. He's a dark tones. With curly hair. Yeah. Yes. Moisturized? <laughs> Shea butter. Everything. I love it. Um, I love what I'm hearing. And anytime like happy tones came or anything light, 
I got really nervous and uncomfortable and really wanted the darker shit to come back. When they would do the chaotic parts of the music, I was at home. I felt fucking fine, comfortable. Anytime things got happy. That's not, that's not necessarily bad. Yeah, maybe. But then when everyone is talking at the end of how great of a time they had, I was like, molested. I mean, I did too. So I was like, jealous of that girl that got molested. (laughs) Why couldn't I I have been molested like her? Uh, That's something to overcome. No, you weren't. I was molested. And then when she was bringing, I was like, damn, this rooms didn't work for me. Oh yeah. I'm still not over it. You should be jealous. Ask for your money back. Destroy the Or just like a different sexual predator. Wish I would have had hers. Yeah. I mean, you do it again. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to probably. Did you find it helped year. like a week or two later? Mm, I'm still processing and it's been over a year now. I, I don't know. I feel weird about it. I have flashbacks from it and I have feelings from it constantly. I still can't figure them out. Mm. Are, but are they negative or they're neutral? It's neutral. They're not good or bad. Do you take antidepressants or anything? I used to. I don't anymore. Uh, don't say with that superior child. Um, <laughs> Uh, do you uh, it's more of a proud tone. no yeah good Listen, uh, do I, you I like uh, take so I would say I do, with... do more yeah like try more because it doesn't have to be uh, you could get more of a read on yeah. it or more like a, a different emotional process yeah that'd be my advice uh, but I don't have do any you, idea do you feel um, because uh, me and Rory go back and forth a lot about uh, SNL and, and Living Color mm-hmm do you feel like uh, in Living Color for the short time that we had it, do you feel like it was as important and as great of a platform as SNL was? And why don't we talk about Keenan Ivan Wayans more in the culture? Uh, a lot of great questions there. Um, I Yeah, I mean, Jim popped from it. Damon's movies didn't really do well. That was a big issue. Yeah, like Blank Man well. and Last Boy Scout, and I'm trying to think of Major yeah, Pain was Major was, Pain, was Major but Major Pain didn't like perform well at the box. Yeah, Mo Money, mm. yeah, Booty Call was kind of a bigger hit than yeah Mo Money, yeah. Uh, Booty Call did good. That's Jamie, and that's maybe that's is that after the Calvin? It's like yeah. around the tail end, yeah. And uh, Jamie and Tommy Davidson, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jim's. You know, became like the biggest movie star in the world for like mm-hmm. five years. So, but I don't know if that gets, if Evan Living Color would get credit for that. Meaning, I don't think it, it should, mm-hmm. but I think, yeah. I, and also, SNL is just perennial and like was John Belushi and Will Ferrell mm-hmm. and Pete Davidson. And it's just like for 50 years, mm-hmm. it's kicking people out. It's like, I love you Pete, know, but you know, giving. Right, right. Will, but I'm saying like, it, but the Pete. whole culture change where like, there's not going to be another John Belushi mm-hmm. or okay, John Mulaney. Like John's yeah. technically from SNL, so so a Belushi can't in this in this climate. No, it's not even climate. They don't make comedy movies anymore. Yeah, they don't do. Budgets they don't went to Avengers. <laughs> right, but it's not even. They don't. Uh, the old dads is on Netflix. Come on, I I kind of enjoyed the. Right, but old I'm dads. saying like that's it it's on Netflix because it probably wouldn't have done yeah it like 30 million people have watched it so far in the at box office it's like 450 million dollars it wouldn't have made 450 at the box office. Right. so so and netflix like, is where the comedy fans are mm-hmm. yeah it, it's I, a little easier to put comedy movies on netflix than in the 
box office. Yeah, it's like the, it's like Burr. It Burr's like one of the main yeah. people that like it's a good place for it to be. I'm just saying, like you don't like Burt's movie tanked, Joe Coy's movie tanked, Sebastian's movie tanked. Like these these things that you would have in the '90s, it would have been like. Tommy Boy or mm. or Happy Gilmore, Hot Baked or any of these like or uh, Farrell's movie like he Elf or like where you go a comedy person in a fun situation. It's funny how, how comedy shifted in that regard. It was like standups wanted to get a sitcom, yeah, and then that turned into standups wanting to get a movie, mm-hmm. and now it's like standups. Podcast? trying to get a podcast, podcast? is that the you'd want to i mean yeah. in terms of money in terms of like w- amount of work and also the only people who did arenas stand-up wise for like 2015 were eddie Murphy and andrew dice Clay. yeah like that's the list and dice did the garden it's not like he was doing arenas everywhere mm-hmm. so eddie was doing arenas everywhere and sometimes not even um and uh and so now there's 15 people to do arena. Mm, so they're even a hot, you know, doing a TV show is that you taking a pay cut. Yeah. There's not a person alive who wouldn't, you'd have to make a million dollars an episode to make the money you make and, on a, at an arena, at, at, on an arena tour. And mm. this climate is so interesting that Bert, I think it's great that he did that movie and I, I did enjoy it. Probably the least valuable thing in, in his, his portfolio? Yeah, which is crazy. Pay cut. Again, I'm really like, pay cut. Even if he had a good deal, I don't, well, I have no idea if he did or didn't. Podcast you make episode so is much money to... doing an arena. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Bert made 35 million bucks last year. It wasn't from the movie. Mm-hmm. So, so and, and also, I don't want to watch a movie. our attention span uh, yeah i don't i don't want to watch a movie and also stand-up is so much fucking funnier than any movie even bora even a movie with like a lot of laughs Mm -hmm. most hours have way more laughs than bora like or team america or like now there is something that keenan wayans actually said to me one time he was talking about um uh hollywood shuffle and he said Classic. he had, yeah, great movie. He had those sketches and then Robert Townsend gave it a plot. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and without the plot, you've never heard of it. Meaning wow. he said people would rather watch a good movie than a funny movie, which is right. Like yeah, people would rather, a, ra- rather watch Forrest Gump or like some like, you know, mm-hmm. big cinematic. I don't even know what the big movies are anymore, but like, but a big cinematic movie than like a funny it's they want part and story and twists and shit. And and most comedy plots are just boring. And I, you're kind of the poster child for modern comedy and where it's at. Because you went movie, TV, then to stand up. Right. Like and you, everybody you did was it like, backwards. you do it backwards. And it's like, ah. But now that's the most valuable thing. Yeah. So it, it yeah. actually made sense. And those things are like doing. I love doing Chappelle Show. But the, the, the. Like it's it's like doing a corporate gig. Mm. It really is. It's just like the thing about stand up and podcasts is like there is no in a movie. It you have to affirm Judeo Christian values. Mm-hmm. You go like, and they got back together, and he's they're gonna move in together, and he learned his lesson, mm-hmm. and 
And with stand up, you fucking shit. Yeah. You know, you, well, I didn't learn shit from fucking George Carlin. Yeah. So yeah. that would be like, and then he realized <laughs> that no people are good. <laughs> yeah. No, he didn't. He fucking was like, you're all, his last question was, you're all diseased. Mm-hmm. Like, that's pretty dark. Yeah. But so, even, huh? sorry, I was going to say, but even your specials, I feel like, are so well produced and you have a, they're very thematic in like three mics and yeah. even with blocks. Yeah. As well. Like, you, yeah. Cause you I have, have a, some of that I, story arc. It's like the, I, the new one isn't going to be, but the, I can, I only do that cause I have to, <laughs> meaning like I just have to, I don't want to take any chances. Cause I did a comedy central special and people were like, meh. And then I was like, all right, I'll fucking throw some more shit up there. Yeah. Ah. Um, and then people cared more. Hopefully I'm going to make it so they don't, I'm going back there, just stand up, but no narrative, no feelings, guys. You're gonna love it because <laughs> uh, a lot of people don't like all the feeling shit. So, like, yeah. I which I get. Like, well, I mean, it's I'm, a little heavy. I'm depressed, so I love three mics. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. blocks like uh, women in black dudes. Was that the? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I liked it. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but I think your uniqueness showed. Yeah, and the other two. Now what I'm you, assuming what you bring to the table was the better. There, people will take the now they know me more. Because that was like three mics was like intended to explain myself. Like, you know, I'm depressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know why I'm like this. Um, <laughs> so now I'm taking the new one. I'm almost contra- totally contradicting myself okay. where I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of in favor of mental illness. Mm. Um, Just read Charlemagne's book. You'll be cured. Uh, what, what is which one? Black All seven privilege? Of them? I don't know. Um, I on it. Uh, chicken soup. <laughs> Catcher uh, in the rye. Yeah, exactly. Chicken soup. When, when you saw the uh, the Chris Rock, Rock Will Smith, what was your your first thoughts? Because I thought it was fake. I'm gonna be honest. I was like, I didn't think. I knew when. Here's what was. Here's my my. What was your group chat like? I I was your group chat with getting a Mendocino. I was at Mendocino Farm. Mm-hmm. How I, you know how I am. Sunday nights, I my I get my my bon, my my vegan bon me with no cilantro, no cucumber. Mwah. Crazy. Fuck mm-hmm. cilantro. Yeah. Um, first of all, fuck cilantro. <laughs> um, I don't even care about Will. Finally, and Chris. Who's this is about cilantro. Cilantro. <laughs> cilantro. We're looking at you, dog. Uh, we're calling you to the table. Um, I was at uh, basically a mere Questlove's category was documentary mm-hmm. chris was presenting mm-hmm. and i looked on twitter and james poiser who's in the room plays keyboard uh did, uh tweeted something like afro next or something meaning amir so i was like oh, all right i'll turn so i go on my what stream thing in my car and like and it starts fritzing out and i'm like this uh this is this is not good mm-hmm. i just knew like this is not good because i'd seen chris like the night before two nights before and not like he was like i'm gonna it was just whatever so i just knew it was not good and then uh the and then i saw it and it was i, I knew one thing hmm. i just knew too much of the the history yeah mm-hmm. to i didn't think it was fake. i think of jada now Post this press run. I don't. It. I feel like they're on some other shit, and it's not. 
it it's like it's not for people like they're they're approaching all their their life and their relationships and stuff in a very unique way mm-hmm. which i respect mm-hmm. you just can't tell certain people about it and they tell everyone. everybody yeah. so i think from like the august alcina shit to the it just like this isn't people are never going to accept this yeah even will talk about ayahuasca is a bit like there's a thing in 12-step programs where you don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm having a, a, a skate ramp built next door. I hope that works for everybody. <laughs> Sonically. Um, uh, just, I thought we'd be done by now. Room. I thought we'd be done. I said, guys, start, at, start right at 12-12 sharp. Um, but Alex Media, yeah. Yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Easy. It should soundproof a studio, yeah. I think. Why would why do that? Right. Why do that when you could not do that? Um, <laughs> Save some money. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm saying what it blow 80 bucks like that? <laughs> All that uh, foam. Yeah. The uh, I don't what do you think? <laughs> Egg cartons just grow on trees. Um the, uh, so so they're on uh, so with 12 step programs, you don't talk about it. people that are in AA don't say they're in AA because what happens is if you get drunk, then everyone goes, oh, AA doesn't work. Yeah. Right. So with with Will and Ayahuasca, it was a bit like, and there were some memes afterward of like, when you've done Aya mm-hmm. and it works and you've done Aya and, it, and it's like Chris and Will. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, but I mean, and again, it's, I could write. And I could I could do a show of like like the the depth of it was is was insane. Mm. Like the like back in the hot and then that uh, 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 and it was it was wild. In pre production we we definitely didn't want to do like a bunch of Chappelle show shit. I know those questions have been ran into the ground. Mm-hmm. And I think I've seen probably every interview sure. regarding it. I don't There's know. One you guys question- you guys related to that in any way? Go ahead. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we don't know about breakups. Um <laughs> <laughs> there's one question that i don't think you've been asked what was the first conversation you and Chappelle had after the fallout to start back to be friends again how did that even happen um i think he was on oprah and i with cosby i mean again, even when you go oprah he was on oprah and you're like what yeah. <laughs> how am i connected it's also fucking insane like what happened uh and i just called him i think it wasn't friendly was it something he said on oprah that that made oh it was many things uh yeah no it was it wasn't friendly it wasn't like it wasn't friendly until that whatever year that was that would have been oh six it was friendly maybe the the night Harlan died, mm. I saw him at the comedy store. That was maybe oh nine. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know what year it was, but and then we talked there, and then it just kind of like started trending in a better direction. Because mm. I, I mean, obviously, everyone is always more interested in the negativity and the breakups. I'm always just curious about the redemption, like how that comes yeah. back together. Because I mean, rarely when people be, fall out these days, there, there's the obvious. There's the obvious uh, have more in common, the through line, history, that stuff that just goes a long way. Mm. You know what I mean? Like going like 
when you bring up or when I brought up Hollywood Shuffle, like what the thing I think about with Hollywood Shuffle is we were writing Half Baked, it was on Comedy Central, and and it's so I was like, let's just keep watching. It's like fucking we it's due the next day. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, we have to if we hadn't stopped watching, we we wouldn't have written the movie. <laughs> like the movie would have never been made. Because mm-hmm. it was like we were just like, oh, we gotta so just shit like that where it's just like little moments of like ah or people do steal steal car radio like just shit like that that's like a there's a million of them mm-hmm. so that's they're just you can't I think Seinfeld said like you can make any you can get new anything except old friends mm. like you can't get new old friends like yeah. you can't get I, it's I'm not going to have that kind of relationship with anybody. The history was more important than the fallout. It's neck and neck. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's just like you don't it's I there aren't people like him don't grow on trees in terms of like what they're like. What he's like anyway, mm-hmm. as like a unique person to talk to mm-hmm. and to have the the emotional history and like time history just like thousands of hours spent together mm-hmm. so so that's the thing where you, that's like the consideration like and even if i don't talk to him for six months it's like yeah it's it's like there's no it's one of these things where like he'll probably not have a better friend than me and i probably won't have a better friend than him like Let's, so let's deal with each other. Well, uh, meaning I, I you it. can like you can live to two hundred. Mm-hmm. You're not going to beat it, yeah. right? Like that's kind of how I feel about it. It's like mm-hmm. you can, I mean, and vice versa. It's like which we've yelled at each other several times. But I so, feel like with, with, with y'all, it never got to a point publicly of yeah. too much disrespect, though. No, because I don't. It's not. I. It wasn't. I don't. I re- I I respect him. Mm-hmm. So I respect him and I appreciate him. So mm-hmm. it's not like it's he really did like give me a huge opportunity. Mm-hmm. So I can't it's like ethically I can only get so I it's like wouldn't be right right to to like to only to even uh, talk about anything personal like that. Like it's I have too much yeah. I have respect for him generally and i respect you know like and i per- like i respect him as like a comedian i've never met right like mm-hmm. just as like amazing exactly. idiot. and then uh and then to like he specifically helped me so i can't i there's not you'd have to really you'd have to get like that vice from casino mm-hmm. where he's got the guy's head in a vice <laughs> That you'd have to do that. You'd have to waterboard me for a while. Is Dave, um, as far as comedians go, where do you have Ace? I'm kidding. Uh, no, I have no idea. Uh, no, I don't. It's a, to me, it's just like a photo finish. It's just, yeah. it's like different people for different shit, mm-hmm. like types of material or style or mm-hmm. like the the decathlon or the triathlon of like sketch stand-up you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. the categories so it's like certain people are but yeah it just it's like i don't 
it's just a it's a scrum mm-hmm. yeah. of who the who sometimes it's that like you know when just, did you know that you wanted to do like comedic writing like well, I, I when i was my, little one of my favorite movies stripes yeah yeah and i think that's when i after that maybe my mom let me watch like raw eddie murphy yeah but for me comedy was introduced through, through the movie stripes yeah but i don't i would never watch a movie like that today well, they don't make them. Well, what do you mean? Well, what do you mean by you wouldn't watch it today? I think my sense of humor just changed. Yeah. Well, you're like 10. That's what yeah. a lot of these movies don't hold up at all. Yeah. Because Stripes is like, you want to talk about a horrible plot. It's right. like, <laughs> is there a plot? No, there's <laughs> not. There's really not. Because that's how Bill Murray, they would like, they would just have like the shoot dates. Yeah. And it's like, you're we're going on army base. <laughs> and we're going to, you and Harold are in the army. Yeah. kind of right i don't know yeah the germans uh, are coming like, yeah like and then the there's a fucking camper yeah <laughs> and you go to germany yeah for it's real fucking uh, we'll it's just weird. cut away to john we'll cut to yeah. john Cannon. we'll cut to this guy we'll get it's like um and we can't get the, he's dating calice now so we'll, yeah. we, we can't get stripes yeah that is so that is like a hilarious <laughs> so awkward but okay yeah where i used to do that game with a ex of mine where i'd be like did you hear his dating <laughs> The greatest of all time was Kathy Griffin and Steve Wozniak, oh the God. founder of Apple. Yeah. <laughs> it's the craziest relationship. Let love win. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> um, so I, yeah, when I was little, I just wanted to be in comedy. Mm. So, and then my brother was a comedian. So I got to go to clubs when I was like 14, 15. So that right there is just a huge. Did you use comedy growing up as like a survival skill? Yeah. And I was like, I remember I was in high school and my brother, one of my brothers said to my other brother, like, you're not even the funniest one in the family. Neil is. I was like, can drag me into this? And also that's like. had a great bit on Twitter the other day. Yeah. <laughs> Going so I don't crazy. know if you're the funniest. Uh, what's that about block words? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, so uh, now I had to block Matthew Perry. I mean. <laughs> You just, and I mean, the fall it went out. over your head. You didn't see the genius the in the bit that yeah, he was yeah. doing. Yeah. I, I really don't even know what he, that's how blocked I am. Like, the, I got layers on fucking layers. Yeah. Um, my computer uh, foam shoots out if I type it in. Um, so, yeah, when I was a little kid, and then here, all right, here's a crazy. So, Eddie Murphy's on Saturday Night Live. So, that's 81, 82, 83. Yeah. Right. 84, maybe, Jim. So I'm old enough to have, I, we, it was, we couldn't, we had one TV in the basement mm-hmm. and I would watch us and I like, couldn't believe it that this, I didn't even, it's like, what is sketch comedy? It was fucking insane. So I would run up, my parents would get home and I'd run up the step. Mm-hmm. And then finally I said to my mom, uh, I was like, Hey, I need to watch Saturday Night Live. It's important. <laughs> And I was like nine. Mm. I remember thinking like, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. It's important. I'd never said it's important. Right. So I was like into it. uh, Like in a way I didn't like. Whatever. It's it's like there's some self-congratulatory about that story that I don't like. But like I was fucking Mm. it was a I had a weird connection to it Mm -hmm. quickly. So so that was when I and then clubs and i was like that's great and then i got an NYU film school so and then i got to go to new york and go to school and then dropped out after a year but it was always kind of like headed in like funny mm-hmm. 
filmmaking, stand-up, whatever, sketches. Mm-hmm. Did that expand beyond your brothers being funny? Were your parents in that rhythm as well? My dad would, like, steal material. Like, I'd realize he'd stole it uh, from, like, Dean Martin and Frank Sinatra. My mom wasn't especially funny, but my, my dad and my brothers were. Gotcha. Irish households are unintentionally funny. They're it's, not trying to be funny, but yeah, it's, it's fucking like, hilarious when yeah, you look at it. like a dark, yes. dark play. <laughs> You've seen a dark play, son? It, that's what an Irish house is like yeah. all the time. And we had them, there were 10 of us, so it was pretty wild. Yeah, as, my trauma's hilarious at the end of the day. We'll see. We'll see. There's <laughs> um, no resolution. What was it like, uh, speaking <clears throat> of trauma, what was it like directing the 444 documentary uh, yeah, yeah. i guess we'll uh, call it. that was that was fun in that um i didn't it was fun i i don't I, it was fun talking to will talking to chris talking to her talking to anthony talking to, like talking to kendrick talking to people that yeah. i some people i knew some people i didn't um it was weird being white doing it. Yeah. And quickly, for those that don't know, because I think it was just on title exclusively. Yeah, it right? was only on title. When 444 came out, Neil directed this piece of content that had black men it talking was about their inter- feelings. Yeah, <laughs> inter- like, yeah, basically interviewing black was, dudes about great. the themes of the record. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's just Jay, Jay-Z is such a big, like you never even... It's like he'd never he'd just hear rumors about what he thought. Like, yeah. Yeah. I would just go like, did he? Yeah. <laughs> I had never talked. I talked to him a couple times. It, I whatever. It was it was fun. It was I liked talking to the guys and I liked. But the music industry is insane. How did how was that pitched to each person? Like to Kendrick. Did you? Uh, I don't know how I I know he wanted. Um, uh, fucking. Uh. Uh, Kenyon Ferris to mm-hmm. direct it and he didn't want it he didn't or did have time um, so Naturally, it worked its way down to me uh, yeah I'm number Naturally. two yeah. uh, but I no one had seen three mics from mm-hmm. Jay's team no one no one knew I was the king of emo comedy yeah. um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Top but, five that are but but yeah so it was it was it, it was cool but it's even like it's all ever so you know it's like Kendricks and people and and it's all just felt like it's also overheated in the music biz because mm. everyone's such a big deal. Yeah. And everyone around them is just gassing them up all the time. Mm-hmm. So just having a weird, it's hard to just have a weird, uh, a real conversation yeah. with people. Agreed. But Will, I knew a little bit from before. And I knew, like, I, there were people Ayahuasca I had is. relationships with. Um, Seem around the ayahuasca tank. This was, um, this was before Aya. <laughs> he had told me about Aya. And I was like, all right, yeah. we'll see. Clearly didn't work. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 I can't say that. <laughs> uh, favorite Kobe memory? Kobe directed What's, a commercial for him. Yeah, right? I directed a few commercials with Kobe. Um, he did a thing, an impressive. He he had a, his right arm was in a sling, and he shot. He was on the free throw line, and he shot on the other free throw from the other for the other basket underhand and hit the rim which sounds like what but it was like what the fuck <laughs> what are you doing um 
I have that. That's one of my favorite, like, what are you doing? The other one, I had a meeting with Mike Myers one time in his house, and he did the walk behind the couch <laughs> from Austin Powers. The fuck? Without context, just did it? He was kind of. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, he, it barely needed to be done, mm-hmm. and he did it. That was pretty great. That's um, Kobe was, again, the funny thing about Kobe is if you wanted to film him, it had to be within 10 minutes of his house because you weren't going to make him more famous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you weren't going to. It's a Nike commercial. It's like, what do you got to hold? Not pay me. Right. You just all those relationships are like, you know, like, yeah, I'll do it. But like, you have to shoot it near my house, like mm-hmm. 10 minutes I'll, and I'll be there. And I'll, and when you work with an athlete like that, you have a 90 minute window, mm-hmm. like door to door. So he showed, I'll get there at nine. I remember them going like, Toby's getting here at 940. You'll go in at 942. You'll speak to him. He'll do eh. And it's all so set up like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, LeBron, same thing. From this, I did a Sprite commercial with him. And it's like, he gets a fixed amount of time. It's like the president, basically. Mm-hmm. Which I get. They're, they, yeah. you know, they make hundreds of millions. They're, they're, they're worth so much money they're and they're worth so much money to the people around them so and clearly they at one point they just go why am i waiting and then the people are scared forever <laughs> so so they just everyone's on their like on their on their uh toes which fine yeah but uh but i didn't get the sense he liked me next question <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why a lot of like my heroes quote unquote i don't really want to interview or interact with and yeah, maybe that's you, my fragile ego. I'm like, they're probably going to hate me. And I don't want to live with uh, your idols or somebody you looked up to. And when you met them, you was like, oh, he's a dick. Not going to tell you. Um, <laughs> would have been great podcasting, though, <laughs> if I told you the story. We would have um, clipped it, headline, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never would have clipped it. It's not what they're about. <laughs> um, it's more just about their relationship. Most people are like very nice, very respectful. Mm. Some people are like a little bit like, nah. Yeah. That's the shit where it's just like, oh, I won't, I won't deal with this anymore. I just won't do it. Like I won't work with you or whatever. I just like, it's not worth it. It's just not fun. But like LeBron's super nice to me and super respectful and like, so Neil like, like knows who I am. Yeah. Like, so, um, it also, how old are they? Is a big one. Yeah. If they're, 35 they were 15 when Chappelle show was up so mm-hmm. like there are i did an nfl commercial recently and one of the guys was like good to see you neil and i want to go we've never met son yeah <laughs> <laughs> you were just 15 when Chappelle show came out mm-hmm. so you think we were like that always it just makes it easier but even the younger guys uh i, I think everyone because it's such a cult classic knows half-baked i don't care how old yeah but they don't yeah that, uh, but yeah, that's it's the it's all kind of the same thing mm-hmm. where they it's all just like I respect you for whether you whether it's stand up or Chappelle Show or Happy or whatever. It's always like a pretty positive. It's not always, but mostly it's pretty. Positive. Mm-hmm. Did you get any publishing on uh, the Carters? Everything is love album. You think I'm gonna? <laughs> <laughs> Have next, you seen me question. avoid several Jay Z traps here? <laughs> Have you any? He sidestepped back. Okay. <laughs> I'll redirect the question. What was it like hearing Beyonce harmonize a bit from Half-Baked? Oh, you know what? I actually agree with, I think I've voiced displeasure about this before. 
when you it used to be i think it's slightly changed now but when you if you say lyrics on in a special or sing song it you used to have to pay publishing yeah Mm -hmm. um as a comedian which is like fucked up and so the fact that everything music musicians lyrics are are they have they own the publishing like Mm -hmm. So many different ways, performance, signal, whatever, that the fact that Beyonce sang you're cool. For, or I don't even remember how she said it, but yeah. but I, I was like, why don't we get money for this? Mm. Like, I mean, why don't from the yes, like bit. why don't the people why doesn't it work both ways? Yeah. Um and I I don't I truly don't know. I but I could have taken a knife. I could even see a lawyer though. That is kind of an easy thing to debunk. Like she all she did say was fuck you you're cool we all knew what she yeah, was referencing yeah, 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 yeah. but at yeah. the end of the day no, yeah, all she really said was fuck you you're really cool. i was ready to pour 150 grand in the lawsuit <laughs> <laughs> i was I know, I ready to go I think to that's the a really mattresses logical. for this fucking thing where's my fucking money lady <laughs> i know you're sitting there uh before we get to voicemails do you think uh the champs could happen in this era yeah, the champ. There was nothing wrong with the champs other than oh, it was like, one of my favorite. It podcasts. seemed racist because we were only interviewing black people. Yeah. yeah, but now I think it's called being anti-racist. Now there's a term for it, and it's anti-racist. But it, but people thought it was racist, which is insane to me. But like, There'd yeah, it was great. There were no say again. Think pieces would happen today. Sure, but they would what use I'm the word cosplay it, or one, one of those. Yeah, sure. But the but the the reason we did that the reason I wanted to do it like that is because like Marin and Rogan didn't know any black people yeah mm. so I was literally like I know pretty much every black comedian I just do a podcast and have them on every week like yeah. that was the absolute idea yeah it was the impetus for it and uh, and yeah but now it would be even then they thought it was racist in 2020 it wouldn't survive let's yeah. be honest <laughs> George Floyd summer forget it <sighs> yeah. Yeah, having Tiffany Haddish on to tell her life story during the George Florida. Yeah, I'm mean, well. No, that would have been a cute one, but like, but <laughs> that would have been heartwarming. But yeah, um, do we have voicemails? You've got mail. Yeah, uh, Neil. So just so you're aware, we have a, a Patreon. And people can leave voicemail messages to our Patreon. That's the problem is I can never do a Patreon. No, right. people are like, I don't fucking get the money. <laughs> it was right. How poor could you be? <laughs> uh, no, I know. But then I look at you guys and I'm like, yeah, anyone can do it. Are, I think these guys have outgrown their Patreon. <laughs> I hate to fucking go on the record, but guys uh, fucking working for UPS go like, put this aside for Rory and Mel, of course. <laughs> As they make you sign for a 75 inch yeah. fucking flat screen. Uh, sir. See, can't wait for the be for the extra <laughs> bonus that footage, pot sir. <laughs> Thanks for that yeah. shitty extra footage you give me every week. Have you Man, been the, what a bargain! Been to the grocery store lately? <laughs> so expensive, I could never imagine just twenty bucks for a pot episode. Oh my god! Cut this out because I want them to continue to pay. Yeah, yeah. Right, um, it's yeah. four extra we'll episodes that. a month. Yeah. yeah. Have you been to Trader Joe's lately? I still. I would never pay for a basis. subscription for the rest of my life. Yeah. Once you see how much. Trader Joe's yeah. cost. It's insane. Yeah. Spanish. Totally agree. Forget about it. I ransack Whole Foods weekly. It's uh, all right. Big money, my bad. No, you I, got I it. steal. He steals. He steals from Whole Foods. Yeah. yeah, but it's a weird thing where it's like televangelism, where like Tim Dillon has a Rolls Royce and a Patreon. You're like, 
It's very. You guys are fine with it. On Patreon. Of course. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, if I were, I guess if you can't get it any other way, you you can charge one. Yeah. You said televangelist. I'm rewatching Righteous Gemstones. One of the craziest shows. I've never, still never seen it. Oh. Mm-mm. Wow. What's funny is there's like a, I'm finding it in ayahuasca now, too. Righteous there's, Gemstones? There's this thing where they want to be famous and they want money and they want they it it's like human beings can't not do it like they just have to do it uh-huh. whatever it is it's like they have god juice mm-hmm. you drink it you meet god mm-hmm. right? right that's not enough they need it they're skimming the attention that you give to god they want it for themselves uh-huh. and they tr- it's just like it's so disappointing it's crazy. sounds like the illuminati yeah, yeah that's sick have Speaking you ever been to any eyes wide shut parties <laughs> in hollywood sorry no. No, it goes right into the voicemail. So please. No, I don't know where you're going to take this edit from. But <laughs> uh, maybe on the eyes wide shut part. Uh, not even really close. I mean, there was the this the Netflix party that I talk about in blocks. It was like pretty close. Yeah. To to like, it's not Illuminati. It's not like we're all there, but the setting is Illuminati. Yeah. The lighting is Illuminati. It's all candlelight. Like no kids were fucked, but it was no, still a powerful no. party. Yeah, but it was like insane. Yeah. Dion Cole almost cried when he saw Eddie Murphy. He'd never seen him before. Uh-huh. No one had ever Eddie Murphy doesn't do anything. Yeah. So like you see him and you're like, what Burr had never met him. It was just pit, like shit wow. where you're like, what? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Sick. Voicemails. Wow. Anyway, yeah. So they can leave voicemails. Wow, what a life. <laughs> anyway, let's listen to voicemails on a Patreon. <laughs> Boom. No, this is plays on the regular episode. Sorry, uh, Illuminati. <laughs> it won't happen again. I'll, I, I'm sure I learned my lesson. I feel like I should change this voicemail because it's about the Illuminati. Is it really? Fantastic. I'll great. play it. We'll see how it it's goes. We'll see how it goes. Here. What's going on, gang? It's your boy, Shauna Prince from Houston, Texas, currently based out of Dallas, Texas. And I just had a quick question for y'all. Since uh, most of y'all work in the music industry and have close personal relationships with people who are in the music industry, artists and all of that, I just had a quick question because as of real recent, I've been just seeing like a a overwhelming amount of people in comment sessions just talking about humiliation rituals and Illuminati and all of this shit. Uh, with a uh, sexy red little video leaking and with Drake painting his fingernails. Now, I just been seeing so much about people who think that all of these things happening are people's uh, humiliation rituals. And I just want to ask y'all, since y'all personally know artists in the game, do y'all, do they ever talk to y'all about like, you know, different shit like that? Like, uh, any secret booty hole parties? I mean, I'm sure, you know, everybody, you know, it's, it's, it's people in power that are going to abuse their they position all the time, regardless. But I'm talking about, like, on some serious, like, some serious, like, Illuminati-type activity. Do y'all ever be hearing about that type shit? And can y'all please tell these outside niggas looking in that they sound ridiculous, swearing that everything has something to do with the Illuminati if a nigga get rich and famous? Thanks. Love you guys. I had also dropped a real funny one when I first heard it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I can confirm that Sexy Red is in the Illuminati. Yes. She was number one draft Again, it's the whole, all of showbiz is a humiliation party. Sure, yeah. The whole thing. Yeah. It's just constantly trying not to be rejected and then mostly getting rejected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you don't need, I don't need a party. 
just come to a new joke night. The whole fucking thing is a is a humiliation party. For real. Like it's it's already hard enough yeah. to make songs and then release them to the pub to to monsters. Yeah. And opinionated entitled monsters. Mm-hmm. Um but but yeah, so it's already you know there there need to be another level of like and also any most everyone I've met in show business that's like on camera or whatever is pretty extraordinary. I there are very few people where I'm like, oh, the fuck did he get him? Yeah, mm-hmm. like that makes sense. Like Snoop is like one of the most charismatic people on earth. Mm-hmm. It's not like kind of right. He's one of I, I, I've heard stories about like. Should doing weird, whatever, not no, no booty hole shit, but I'm just saying like, <laughs> like gang shit, but just, yeah, just gang shit. Like, is that it? I don't know. You have to be very, very talented to mm-hmm. be famous for being talented. Absolutely. Like I, I was asking a friend of mine, a producer, I was like, who's the best, most talented person you've worked with? And he's like, it's disappointing, but Adele, wow. she's so fucking good. It's yeah. crazy. It's like people I work with are so good. Mm-hmm. I've seen the Mount Rushmore of say shit that's so fast and funny, it's like blinding. So I can't be like, well, but also mm-hmm. the booty hole. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be able to do the job. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. It's like you, you. So it's it's a very rare talent. Obviously, it's comforting to think like they don't even deserve every just about everyone deserves it. Yeah. And, and I mean, you kind of can't win for losing with the humiliation part with fame when you bring up will smith the first thing they're going to discuss is the jada shit and right. no one's going to interrupt be like he was really good in ali yeah. like, right everything yeah. that you do great is always going to fall to the wayside of the humiliation mm-hmm. there's will, also will fucking smith the legend yeah. that will smith is 100 percent. we'd bring up you know that jada shit is crazy and no one will bring up his catalog right <laughs> agreed and there's also a thing of if you release anything there's like there's almost like ai of what the comments will be yeah there's like the he needs to stop doing this jade is bad he needs to apologize white man's trying to get him Mm. like there's there's for any for any content there's like the 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 automatic responses so you think it's a uh like a gift and a curse having a, a dad or a parent as famous as Will Smith because I always talk about how talented I think uh, Jaden and Willow are. And if Jaden Smith wasn't Will's son, I think that he would be a bigger uh, artist. Well, there's a weird thing that like Nepo Baby thing, um, but a lot of them are really talented. It's just a weird, it's a weird thing where... Uh, I, I get it sometimes. Like Dave, it's like Dave didn't write a joke. Fucking, uh, you know, I none of my jokes are from Dave. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you guys write like, well, I did it. Like, if it weren't for Joe, yeah, that's true. Right. I was talking to an NBA player, and they were they were talking about they got a max deal mm-hmm. for playing with somebody, mm-hmm. and he's like, I got a max deal once, but right. I've gotten two deals since. Yeah, right. so like. Yeah, like Will uh Jaden is is uh that that single's great. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Like the the icon single. It's a fucking and, great song. And it's like what what would you want them to do? Yes, we know Jaden because of his drop your parents self in a so, vat of acid like the Joker and come back with <laughs> so a different like, name. Like so Jaden 
instead should just be a bum and not do anything and not yeah. take the opportunity. I mean, again, <laughs> it's, it's like it, if you ask follow ups to these people, they don't have an answer. No. And by the way, if Jaden come in, came in, they'd be like, oh, shit. Of course. Yo, yeah. I love you. Big fan. Yeah. 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 Big fan. And also, like Blue Ivy, for example, there's no way that girl's not going to be talented. Right. Her parents are fucking Jay-Z and Beyonce. Right. Like Jaden's parents are talented as fuck. Mm-hmm. Of course their kids are going to be great. Like we're There's angry. Shit, we're but- angry maniacs because our parents were angry maniacs. <laughs> Irish. Irish. Quote unquote Irish. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Do we have one more voicemail? Uh, yeah. Let's. Uh, this is an interesting one. It's a pivot from the last one. I hey, my Usher favorite pie squad. Uh, it's not the goddamn taste. <laughs> I heard Usher one time. Mm. Dave did shows at Radio City that was on, and Kendrick did one of them. Usher did one of them, and we were backstage. And before this, sh- we were all getting ready to go on, and Usher screamed, and I was like, "God damn!" Like again, just like Usher, mm-hmm. a very talented guy, but everyone that, even the most talented person, is only showing about fifteen percent of how talented they could be. Mm-hmm. Sure, like they never get to just sprint. Right, and I've seen enough of those things where I'm like. One of the Nike commercials was just showing people kind of sprinting mm-hmm. like they're so much better at this than you could ever be. Mm-hmm. Like you get near a professional golfer, tennis player, whatever, basketball player. They're all so fucking big. Mm-hmm. You can't believe it. Mm-hmm. My dog got scared. once. It's a pit bull. He got scared once. Blake Griffin came around the corner and my dog backed up. Because <laughs> like humans like, don't. What the typical fuck humans is don't this? look like. You didn't tell me they were six nine. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Victor since we're talking ball? It's it's insane. Yeah. Have it's you seen? In, even yeah. yeah, like when he's when the guy's before the game. It's like yeah. you can't anytime I'm around a basketball player, I go, Oh, I can't guard him. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. No, I, it's not gonna happen. Like it's they're so big, but my favorite was the the palace the the bra the palace yeah, yeah. you can see guy the one guy realizes how big jermaine o'neal is <laughs> like what the fuck it's a it's like the whole thing is just like wait you're so much bigger when i come rushing at you than you are yeah, from, from, fucking, from 300 feet yes, away you look, it's yeah. weird this whole thing is an optical illusion yeah. but it is like that with talent too yeah. where it's like so these funny people are so funny. These these musical people are so musical. Like, on and on and on. Maul and I had like an actual business meeting with Kevin Durant. And the entire time I was like, dude, is that what? a real human? Like, yeah, people don't look like this. Yeah, I know. They're it was all, fucking weird. It's so hard to describe. It was like looking at an alien. It was like, how, that's what's how great about sports. Human? Yes. Is that you can't argue with it. Whereas you can go like, are there booty hole parties? <laughs> no. Adele no. just so is seven feet tall and can asshole. hit a three-point. Adele is just that good. So yes. say, there Beyonce has to be booty hole parties. Perfect pitch. I remember yes. Sandberg telling me about doing Dick in a Box with Timberlake. And he goes, his waveforms were fucking perfect <laughs> on the thing. Like, yes, they are flawless. Perf- they yeah. can do a flawless yeah. thing. Yeah. And it's very lucrative and it it does hurt your feelings because they are better than you at that. Yeah. They're just like, oh, you're better than me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's why the NBA now where it's like, is LeBron that, all that shit? It's like these guys would <laughs> fucking destroy you. When Scalabrini was doing that shit where I it was like, that. I'm yeah. so much closer to LeBron than you are to yeah. me. Yeah. Where it's, but even that people don't really understand what he meant. Yeah. Yeah. But that's and there's no again booty hole party. There's no yeah. booty hole. But party. comfort yourself with its booty hole party. This should be you. Yeah. 
all it takes to sing like Adele is get fucked in the ass. That's it. And yeah, then you that's can, all it takes. And, and then your you have you can sing in perfect pitch, <laughs> live endlessly four nights a week. All you had to do was get to that party <laughs> and get fucked in the ass. Yep, and you're there. And you, what's weird is a lot of times you get to write songs too. Yes. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know what is in these dicks. Just, just bring, like, woo. Just bring a candle. <laughs> <laughs> uh should we do yeah last one, one. Yeah. all right cool <laughs> hey my favorite pod squad oh. <laughs> what's up isha um this is kind of something i wrote into you guys about before when you talked about the kirk franklin thing but something just popped up and i need you guys' advice on it i spoke about how what the fuck the kind person- of podcast is this <laughs> we talked about kirk franklin and i need your advice go ahead uh just for context remember if you please not, well kirk <laughs> franklin remember when uh kirk franklin's um it was the situation where he, there was a whole family that oh was- yeah when he found out his Parents weren't his parents. He found, yeah. So at this late age in his life, he found out the family that he knew wasn't his biological family, that whole situation. So similarly, that's what she's calling in about. Gotcha. So who I thought was my father in 2020, um, he wasn't. And then I, to find out my biological father actually passed away a year before finding out this information, right? Well, now we're in 2023. Um, this whole entire time, I've never like gotten close with any of my father's kids. I tried, I reached out. Um, it's just, it's just more of a Facebook or social media kind of relationship. Like they're kind of shying away from, you know, I guess wanting to talk to me further. Okay, fine. Cool. But now I just saw that one of my dad's kids, which would be my sister posted that her aunt passed away. And this particular aunt was my dad's sister. And the funeral is in New York where I am. Um, I've never met anyone from my dad's side of the family, my biological father, that is. And now I'm wondering, should I pop up at this funeral? This is of my dad's sister to see if I can, I don't know, maybe get to know the family more or should I just leave it alone and not go and just say, forget it. But I've never met anyone and they all don't live in New York. So I'm just trying to see what you guys would do in this situation. Thanks y'all. Enjoy the rest of your week. That was so oh, confusing. It was directed by Christopher Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie. Well, look, I mean, Death at a Funeral is uh, I love the movie. I mean, so you, you might be willing to live a, a real episode of that. I think before people ask questions or advice, they should say the question out loud three times to themselves oh, they so do. they realize how dumb it sounds sometimes and no offense to this woman no call no, it dumb, Rory. no no offense no none, <laughs> none at all no disrespect no but, we, like, he's been her. meaning to say that on the podcast anyway <laughs> that everyone should it's hard to launch yeah, 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 yeah fuck. uh how is this gonna play out you've never these people have already shown you they don't particularly care to get to know you you're gonna show up at a funeral uninvited where they're grieving over a relative they knew mm-hmm Tell me how that's going to play out. They're all going to stop. Be like, oh, shit. The sister we didn't know about. Yeah. At a funeral? Yeah, but I mean, if you don't do it now, then when? Don't. What does that convo look like? Like ever? Don't ever yeah. just know who your family is? Hey, I see you're grieving over this open casket. Yeah. Uh, now let's address us not knowing each other and my father having a secret kid somewhere. Well, I mean, you got family. <laughs> like, from, you got all like... The family is there. Like everyone's look, everyone's there. there. Everyone's there. So you get that one opportunity. You don't have to, to set out a like, group text. You it's go, like going you to Target. Everybody, it's right yes. here. Everything. Thank is you. Here. Thank you. Go to Target. That's all. That's like the equivalent the Target of, of Black of, Funerals. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like the equivalent of like proposing at someone's wedding. Like you're going to show up to a funeral and be like, let's make this about me. <laughs> or at the Rockies. I mean, yeah. when she said, I, should I show up and just, and I thought, and start macing people? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Why not? Um, have at it. Sorry if Everybody's you're lost. already found you on Facebook. <laughs> How much more upset could they be? <laughs> Now's the time. Pounce. Yeah. It's a conversational piece. <laughs> um, she should Hopefully we help that lady. Uh, I would say no. yes, go. I would say go. <laughs> no. Wait, uh, would you, you go would with say her? go? Yeah. I mean, I guess it doesn't because make sense. Because everybody's but there. Then we should go right, But they don't, but to his point, like, they don't, they're not, they don't, they're not interested in her. Somebody, I think Joe DeRosa did a joke about, like, he, his parents put up for adoption and it was like, it's somebody who was like, have you tried to find them? And he's like, no, nah, I got the message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty clearly. Yeah. Like, it seems like maybe they got the message of, uh, of, of, of don't come to the channel. I mean, I would say go. Fuck it, man. <laughs> they, they barely talked to her on Facebook. Now you get your one shot. It, it's like, you know, and you, you pay your respects to a, a relative. You maybe didn't know the relative, but you pay your respects. And if they accept you, cool. And if not, cool, too. Fuck it. And also, what are you going to... Yeah, I don't... But you do hear those stories of, like... I feel like 80% of the time, it is pretty positive. We're like, no, I have a sister. I didn't know I had her. Yeah. So, we'll say... I'll say, I no. mean... Give us a call back and let us know if you went or you didn't go. Well, how about the repass? I feel like that's worse, though. At least it's more social. Because people are drunk at the repass. It, way better than the open casket. Yeah, but The it's, repass... <laughs> Yeah, so after the funeral, when they have like you know they go to somebody's house or a location where there's food. Oh, they, uh, oh, I've heard and, that as and a way. Irish Irish yeah. wake, yeah. more or right, less, great. is what a, a re- yeah great black people call it a repass. Yeah. We call it Irish. We call it a wake too, but repass. Yeah. Well, Irish wake is there's like a party, people drinking shit. Yeah, because Irish. Well, Irish drink anywhere. It doesn't have to be a, a wake. Yeah, but what a better place than a funeral. Yeah, Rory okay. just drinks when he wakes. Yeah, wake him. He should wake be a rapper. Drink. It's good on Tandra. Well, hopefully she uh, sends us uh, another uh, call back and let us know if she went or if she. Hopefully she went and it was a fucking chaos. That would be great. Great content. Film it. Yeah, we'll go please. With we're a body cam because I, th- I mean we're, we'll we're strangers we'll too. We'll we pop up. Yeah, part of the Patreon fee. <laughs> one month free if you go yeah, crash that funeral. We're a body cam doing a funeral that no one wants you to come to. Having a body cam at a funeral would be sick. With bear mace? <laughs> that POV? Yeah. Mason people. Surprise, motherfucker. Hey, man. Second Amendment. Mm. Um, this was fun. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah, I really appreciate you, it. Yeah, I'm, my uh, first time meeting you. Obviously, I've been a, been a fan of yours for years. Love your work. Love what you do. I'm mad we didn't get half-baked, too, but that's neither here nor there. Whatever. I have, not, I, I have nothing to do with it. I mean, like, nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with part two not happening. Did it not happen? Half baked too? No. Is there a half baked? No, I think they re- they made one what? like a year ago. No, I see no with Jack Harlow and DC Young Fly. I mean, <laughs> it's close. Uh, yeah, I can't. They, they I did can't. make one. Yeah, yeah. Who wait? Who this movie aside? Who would you want to play? Because now we're in the era of remakes. Good Burger oh, Two coming out. I don't. Again, who I don't would you want to play? Your nothing. Nobody. Nobody. Don't make it. <laughs> no, but your it specific has, role in the it. burger. Spot. Oh, the burger guy. <laughs> Um. Yeah, it's so funny. Oh, I had a good Beyonce story that I forgot. I saw Jay Z at a restaurant in L.A. and I just like went up and said what's up to him. Mm-hmm. And I was walking away. And he's like, "Yo, man, you ain't see my wife." And Beyonce was sitting next to him. I was like, 
oh hi but i just didn't i was just <laughs> looking at and then i didn't want to be like <laughs> <laughs> there's i there's, yeah there's no good way to with, play like, it. that's also like his wife <laughs> hey miss <Yeah. laughs> um let me upgrade let you. me get you good on entrees miss <laughs> um all right great job guys what a time imagine well, imagine well, telling you. beyonce at dinner your man is when you have friends yeah i mean that wouldn't go well yeah no i get it you're married but you can't have friends Neil, thank cold you, man. man. Very Appreciate cold it. Cold Pleasure man. having God you. God bless. No worry, mouth. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.